Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. You guys know how it works by now. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you all so much for listening. This week, episode 57, Mark McHugh is back on the show, and we are talking about the single greatest Simpsons video game ever made, The Simpsons Hit and Run. And it Admittedly, not a lot of competition. There's there's more bad Simpsons games than there is good ones, but uh, this is the best one. And the Simpsons episodes have been getting a pretty good response as far as the download numbers and some of the feedback. So uh, we're going to keep going on them. I got a couple more in the bank that'll be coming up, you know, just down the road over the next couple of months. Uh, but today we're talking about the peak, and that is the Simpsons hit and run. So uh, just uh, the intro is going to be a little quicker than normal. Uh, this week because I'm still on the road. Uh, I was just going to mention the sound. Thank you for not complaining about the sound on last week's episode. I, I Again, I'm winging it, kind of just improvising. I literally am sitting on a couch right now in Kingston, Ontario with my Zoom up to my face and a sock wrapped around the top of my Zoom because I don't have my pop filter. And so I'm hoping that that's kind of muting some of the, the, the peas. But uh, this is going to be a quick intro. I don't really have a lot to talk about other than what I've been playing. I haven't been keeping up with video game news too much. I haven't been playing any retro games because I'm on the road and don't have any of them with me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'll be quick. Uh, just just as a quick note, not that I always go into comedy, uh, but I am in Kingston, Ontario right now. But by the time this goes live, I will be in Ottawa, 
Ontario, performing at Absolute Comedy. And I'll be there from July 30th to August 4th or whatever that Sunday is. So if you're in Ottawa or the surrounding areas here in, uh, in Ontario, Canada, please come out to Absolute Comedy and say hi. That would be fucking awesome. That would really, that would really, really be cool for me. So uh, please do that. And uh, I will say the last two weeks I was in Toronto, and then this week I'm in Kingston uh, doing shows at the Absolute Comedy Clubs here, and they've all been fucking awesome. The Absolute Clubs are incredible. The staff is so, so cool. And I don't know if he's listening to this or not, but if he is, uh, a quick shout-out to Derek from the Kingston Club here, a friend of mine. Uh, I just know he listens to the podcast, and he's treated us like gold all week. He's a great guy. And, uh, Derek, if you're listening to this, thanks for he, – he said, he's like, it's kind of cool hearing your comedy or hearing you do comedy again because I'm so used to hearing your voice on the podcast. So uh, that's pretty neat that he checks us out. And if you're listening to this, check out his podcast, Canadian Movie Crew. You can uh, look it up. It's, it's you know, they're talking movies. And uh, Derek's a great guy, so check out his podcast, all right? And uh, there. So, Derek, hi. As far as news, before I get into what I've been playing this week, and then I'll shut up and get to uh, Simpsons Hit and Run, uh, the deadline to get in on our Patreon for our Sega Genesis Classic giveaway is, uh, by the time you guys hear this today, it's July 31st. So, uh, if you're interested in getting in on that, please go to patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Two bucks a month is all it costs, and you get entered into the draw to win a Sega Genesis Classic. I'm pretty excited to give that away. So uh, hit it up, patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Plus you get extra episodes of the podcast and, and you know, rambling and, and shout-outs and all that kind of stuff. And uh, speaking of the Patreon, uh, our Facebook ad is up, the one that I've been working on for a while. It's, it's on Facebook. It's had a ton of shares and a bunch of likes and stuff. Uh, if you guys come across it while you're on Facebook, Throw us a share. That would be really, really cool. And thank you all so much to everyone that's supporting the show on Patreon because that money is what I use to pay for the ad to promote the commercial all over the Facebooks. So thank you guys all for for doing that. And if you see it, please throw us a share. That'd be awesome. Uh, I'm just going to get into what I've been playing, and then I'm going to shut up and get to the show. This will be the quickest intro in the history of this of this podcast because uh, I don't really have much else to talk about. Uh, primarily, I've been playing Ultimate Alliance 3. I finished it. I know I mentioned last week I kind of gave you guys a quick, like, fucking 30-second review based on, like, the three or four hours that I played. Uh, I finished a playthrough of it now, and admittedly, I, lo- I liked it a lot. I got a little frustrated with it off the top, but the more I played, the more I enjoyed it. And by the time I finished it, uh, I was jonesing to hop back in and do another playthrough. And I will be doing that probably uh, I might wait. My nephew's coming to my house in a couple weeks, and he's a big Ultimate Alliance fan. I, I think he's probably listening to this, so maybe I'll hold off on a replay and uh, do a playthrough of it with him. But it's awesome. If you liked the first two games, I, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, way too... I wouldn't, no, okay, I mean in a good way, but way too many characters. Like I, I found one of the problems I ran into is that a lot of my characters were underleveled, and so I, uh, by the end of the game, because you just you, they don't get any experience when they're sitting on your bench, and it hits a point where the difficulty ramps up and you can't just plug a guy that you haven't been using in and expect him to catch up because he's just going to get worked. So uh, I, I, I finished the game through once. I rolled, uh, I don't think there's any spoilers in this because no, there are secret characters. I haven't even locked all the secret characters yet. But I, uh, the playthrough I did this first time around, I rolled a team of uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, the Wasp, who was phenomenal in that game, Deadpool, who turned out to be my favorite character in the game, and then Venom. 
And because uh, they all played off each other, they all had attacks, they had linked up and stuff. Uh, there's a big emphasis on that. They call it synergy attacks. And just certain characters are compatible with other characters for what powers combined to drop these super moves and stuff. And those four ended up playing off each other really well. Deadpool stole the show for me. He handled great. He did a ton of damage. His special moves were great. And his commentary, oh, fuck. There'd be so many times where uh, you'd be fighting and you'd, because you can hear the characters like, you know, saying the same few things over and over again as they're fighting and Deadpool uh, is constantly going pew, 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 pew. Or he'll just like, he'll be slashing with his swords and he'll be, just, he'll be going like, ah, blah, 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 blah. and he just starts making these stupid sounds and uh, phenomenal. So great game. Check it out. If you're interested, if you like ultimate Alliance one and two, check out ultimate Alliance three. It's awesome. Uh, and now I'm playing fire emblem, uh, three houses and I'll give you guys a better review of it next week when I've put more time in it. I've only got three or four hours in right now. Uh, but my quick thoughts are it's great. Uh, the first hour or two, I was really frustrated with it. I found it very overwhelming. There's a ton going on. There's so much depth to it. And I didn't think it, I, at first, I didn't think it did a great job of explaining it. But uh, admittedly, I just, I kind of had to read through, um, like, I, I don't know what you would call it, like the tutorials a couple of times. Because at any point, you can pause and read about, you know, anything, be it combat or the, the like, leveling up or the building up teams and stuff like that. And, uh it's, I'm really, so, yeah, so I had paused it. I read through those a couple of times, got more into it. And every time I, I read one of those, something else makes sense. And, uh, and I'm feeling it, man. I'm really, I'm into it. I'm having fun. And uh, I'm, I'll be doing a long playthrough of, of fucking three houses. So, um, yeah, I'll give you guys a better review of that next week on another quick intro uh, once I put a little bit more time into it. And uh, look at that, seven minutes. That's good. I got nothing else to say. I'll shut up. We'll get right to the podcast this week. Uh, so, like I said, off the top, this week we are talking uh, the Simpsons hit and run, and Simpsons games are very hit and miss. If you see what I did there, uh, and I do like a few Simpsons games. I like Bart versus the Juggernauts on Game Boy. Uh, I, I kind of like Bart versus the Space Mutants. If you haven't seen it, I did a let's play of it. It's over on YouTube.com/slash Remember the Game, uh, where I finished it. I used to be able to finish it as a kid too. Uh, and as for all the things that are broken in it, the shitty controls and everything, I, I kind of have a soft spot. Uh, for for Bart versus the Space Mutants, obviously the Simpsons video game that came out for like the Xbox 360 and stuff was fine. Uh, Road Rage is okay. The arcade game is is awesome. I was actually just playing that a couple weeks ago uh, with 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 frequent podcast guest Chris Heber. Uh, we were playing the arcade game at a at a bar here in Edmonton. It was fun. Uh, but this is the best one, and I don't know if there's a debate. This is uh, by a mile the best one, um, and it has been years since I played this game. And uh, I recently got my hands on a new copy of it for my GameCube, thanks to Taco Shirt Chris and the sweet uh, binder of GameCube games he hooked me up with. So I do plan on doing a playthrough of it eventually uh, for the first time in like 15 years. But this was one of those ones where I had to do a little bit of homework and do some refreshing before the show because I haven't played this game in forever. And uh, I forgot just what a phenomenal love letter this game is to Simpsons fans that are also gamers. Like it's, it's perfect. It's, I mean, like the game itself isn't perfect, but there's just so many little nods to the show and little nuances and stuff. And, uh, and you can see they cared and they really tried. And after years and years of failures, they finally managed to make a good Simpsons video game. So, uh, with that said, this intro is long enough. I am going to cue the music. And one of our most popular guests on the show, Mark McHugh is joining me this week. And we had a great time talking about The Simpsons Hit and Run, which released on the PlayStation 2, the Xbox, and the GameCube on September 16th, 2003. If that doesn't make you feel old, well, fuck. Sick back, or sick back. 
I almost I almost got through this whole fucking it up. Kick back, relax. Let's talk Simpsons hit and run, you guys. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Welcome back to the show. We're going back to the Simpsons well this week. I've got my pal Mark McHugh here. How are you, my friend? Doing all right. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, here's a little bit of insider trading for you guys before we get into the podcast. We record these two or three at a time. Uh, when I bring a guest in, we usually sit down and we record two or three episodes at once. I know for a fact this isn't going up before episode 50, and we just recorded uh, a pretty good long episode about Mario 64. And uh, in hindsight, we should have done this game first <laughs> because it's not that this game is bad, but I just can't get up for this game the way I got up for a Mario 64 There's podcast. probably not as much to say about this game. Not even close. I um, mean, like, Grant, this is the best Simpsons game. Unquestionably. This, this, unquestionably. I, I never played the I like I never played the Simpsons game, granted, for the PS2, I think it was. It was I, I played no, it was, I played on Xbox three sixty. Okay. Uh and it was good. Yeah. Um okay, so uh, as as but, you'll know from the intro and everything, we're talking Simpsons hit and run this mm-hmm. week. Uh what were you gonna say? Sorry. This is an accidentally great game, I think. It's it is. And the thing about it is like uh so I don't know when it'll be going up, but I just recorded another Simpsons episode as well. So we have three Simpsons episodes recorded now. Nice. And uh, I was talking to the guy I recorded that one with, my buddy Chris. And I was like, realistically, out of all the Simpsons video games that are made, which ones are good? And we were like, the Simpsons game isn't bad. That's that new one. Mm -hmm. This one is pretty universally considered the best one. Mm -hmm. The arcade game game has, has nostalgia for it. There's not too many more that are good. There are some passable ones. Yeah, like Bart versus the world can fuck itself. Yeah, most of those games That's can. Bart Whereas, versus the aliens again. And, and you know what? Fast Bart's nightmare was fun, but again, it still can. It's kind of fuck it's itself. not great. It's no. better than a lot of those other ones. <laughs> but the thing about this game is, like, a lot of Simpsons games, they well, not a lot, but I mean, like Simpsons wrestling, Simpsons skateboarding, um, 
Maybe that's the only ones here as I'm seeing a lot. Oh no, Simpsons Road Road Rash or Road Rage. Road Rage yeah. Actually, I liked Road Rage. It wasn't that good, but I liked it. I liked Road Rage, and I liked what it was trying. Like it was, it was crazy tax. Okay, that yeah. They put Simpsons and, characters on, and that's what I was gonna say. It was like in the early days, like in the in the Bart versus the Space Mutants in the world, and Bart's Nightmare and Virtual Bart. Those games, they were just making Simpsons games, mm-hmm. and then beginning with. Um, I don't remember what, I oh know, first would have been the PlayStation 1 games, which were Simpsons Wrestling and Simpsons Skateboarding, which are both abysmal. Yeah. They started tying Simpsons in with whatever was hot at the time. Wrestling was hot, put the Simpsons on it. Skateboarding was hot, put the Simpsons on it. Because the wrestling games of that era, like the SmackDown games, and the and particularly the Nintendo 64 wrestling games, mm-hmm. were lights out. So put the Simpsons on it because it's a hot thing and try to make a game out of it. The Tony Hawk games were... At one point, probably the biggest video game franchise in the world. Yeah. They were so big. And uh, so they were like, put Simpsons on it. And it didn't work. Road Rage, they were like, Crazy Taxi's pretty cool. Let's put the Simpsons on it. And it wasn't great, but it was okay. It worked. It was passable. And obviously with this game, they were like, hey, what's the biggest gaming franchise in the world right now? It's Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Let's put the Simpsons on it. And they finally made one work. Now, having said that, when's the last time you played Hit and Run? Uh, it's been very long. Me as well, dude. I had to do a lot of homework for this one. Me too. And, uh, I had to go like, I played this one on GameCube when it came out because I played the, like we played the fuck out of hit and run. And then we got this one and we played the fuck out of this one too. Yeah. Yeah. It like, I just bought a GameCube and, uh, just to keep an eye out for a few of the old GameCube games. Cause I love the GameCube as a system. I think it's great. And this is one of those ones that if I ever see somewhere for like five bucks, like I'll pick it up. Yeah. Hit but and run I, for five bucks, I'd do that. Admittedly, I, I'm quite nervous that it's not going to be as good as I remember it. It's um, weird. It, it's, it's a weird game. It's so weird, but it's 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 fun. Like so, the basic and dude, I don't even entirely remember, but the basic concept of the game are all these weird things that are showing up in Springfield, like cameras and vans. There were. There were bees that were basically bees. just like cameras for an alien uh, reality show. That's right, and uh, Buzz <clears throat> something about uh, like people are like addicted to Buzz Cola mm-hmm. or something. And if I'm not mistaken, the whole end up concept of the game is it was uh, Kang and Kodos just trying to take yeah. over the world with some weird ass plan. Yeah, okay. and I like. I like that that's the way they went, but this doesn't didn't feel like an episode of the show. No. In no. the same way that like the South Park games feel like an episode of the show. Right. Yeah. Like I, I think most people would agree that like those two South Park RPGs might be the two greatest television video games ever made. I can't think of any that are um, even that even come close. No. But having said that, like this game uh. is like the storyline is almost secondary. Like the storyline is there for the sake of having a reason to go from level to level. Yeah. And but, a lot of like a lot of the missions are like that would never really ha- like <clears throat> the one I really remember is there was a mission that was like you're late for work and you have to destroy Smithers' car so he doesn't notice. <laughs> yeah, your, yeah, yeah. So he can't get to work to notice you're late. Yeah. It's like but he'll notice that you're destroying his car. Yeah. Like, they clearly were just looking for reasons for you to have to do stuff. But having said that, like, and you got to remember, like, so this game came out in 03. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what season of The Simpsons they were in then, but The Simpsons were already like the on 15th, the downtrend. I think. 
Like the Simpsons were starting to come back down to earth from their like glory years. Like they they were well past their prime. You know what? I even I I started watching season nine recently, and even that's like, ooh, this is not as good as I remember. Sure. So like, it's not like the Simpsons were at their peak <sighs> of awesomeness. But having said that, like. <laughs> this game's pretty fucking entertaining. It is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some of the side, the, the side, like you said, you have to destroy Smithers' car so mm-hmm. he doesn't really late for work. Like, the side missions are stupid. The main storyline. They make story no line, sense, no. but they're fun. The main story is stupid, but it's a love letter to Simpsons. Like, the mm-hmm. sheer number of little Simpson things that they put in it. Like, to me, one of my favorite things about the South Park games was getting to explore South Park yeah. and seeing not like there's not the shitty Nintendo 64 South Park games, but the new ones. Yeah. It was cool to see South Park. And I, and admittedly, like, I guess they kind of did it in road rage, but this was the, but you couldn't get out of your car or do any of that stuff. No, this was this, the first you time could explore Springfield. you could explore Springfield. And to me, that's where this game gets its credit It's like any of us that grew up as diehard Simpsons fans, you could run around and just, and you could go look in the quickie Mart and go. And to, there was something cool about like being able to go from the Simpsons house to the quickie mart yeah and just be like oh so that's how they get like- and knowing the route yeah, yeah 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 like i love that you know what i mean like and to me that's this game will get a passing grade for me at the end of the at the end of this episode specifically for that i got yeah. to explore springfield you know and then when you throw in the fact that like it's like stealing cars and stuff was fun but you remember you could even just run around and hit people and they would like you could, roll. Yeah, you could kick them and then they'd roll yeah like- yeah because you had to explore because part of it was like, as was the style at the time, uh, that was an unintentional Simpsons reference right there. Which was the style at the time. Unintentional. But anyone that's a Simpsons fan knows. I don't knows believe that was unintentional. We're talking about the onions on the belt. Um, <laughs> as was big in gaming at the time. This game's a little bit of a collect-a-thon in ways. Yeah. Uh, where you just like, oh, each character's got a ton of coins or whatever the fuck it is, and they have to run around the city and find them. And I'll tell you, man, traditionally I hate games like that. Like, did you ever play Donkey Kong sixty four? Yeah, it didn't hit. It didn't hook me. I hated it. Um, it's and that was like we were like we were talking about this last episode we recorded, but that was the problem. A lot of like two D games when the N sixty four came out rushed into 3d gaming yeah yeah and completely forgot what made their series cool and sure. i thought donkey kong 64 was a prime example oh, of that it was a, i fucking hate that game yeah but having said that as much as i don't like most games that are collectathons, this one was fun because it was simpsons and i just got to run around in springfield and like they legitimately said entertaining things when they would interact with each other and stuff like that and you could always find like you could like you'd find you'd find barney's bolorama or you'd you'd fucking go down to the docks and you'd go and the to sea Mo- you could go to moe's yeah moe's lard lad was there quickie Mar- like it was just the whole town was there and it was really cool to, to just go from it, location to, to location and look the, for those like, coins. Open world spring like Simpsons game. It was like a thing that we've been dreaming about since forever. Yeah, like admittedly, <sighs> if I uh, had been like, this would be a great game. I think now to just like smoke a big joint, and that we're in Canada, we're allowed to do that. <laughs> uh, smoke a big joint, and then just like sit back and just walk around Springfield and and hit people and collect. Th- you know what I mean? And yeah, just have fun just, with it, like. It and was like, just a fun video game. And just like little things were in there, like the rocket car was there. Mm. That's one of the notes I made. Is this like it's an absolute love letter to the fans. It's not just 
the fact that you can explore Springfield, but like all the weird cars, mm-hmm. you know, which again, Road Rage kind of did too, but Road Rage did and they did it pretty well. Yeah, they did. This took it to the next level because you can unlock a lot more. All the funky cars, the costumes mm-hmm. that you can put your characters in, like you could put Lisa into cool Lisa clothes. Homer could be in his Moo Moo. Bart, <laughs> Bart could be Hugo. Which I thought was so <laughs> that's cool. Really funny. Like the good Bart. I don't remember that, but that's funny. That's pretty rad. Like, and that <sighs> to me is just like I'm just reading about it. I was just I should have done this before I started the podcast. <laughs> but I was just thinking like it wasn't the like it wasn't like the Simpsons writers had everything to do with this game. But the voices did. The voice like Dude, the people that yes. did the voices came. Yeah, in. and it does say here that they did collaborate with the show's writers and cast who helped craft the story and dialogue. It. it like you said it may not play or it may not uh be as good as an episode of the simpsons but it's better than the episodes of the simpsons that were coming out at that time that's true or since quite frankly i would love and it's this is mostly on topic but i would just love to like i bet that like of the like the 30 years or like let's say the 20 years since simpsons stopped being great yeah I bet there's a handful of great episodes. Probably. And I want a collection of just those episodes. Yeah, you're probably right. There probably is. But I don't want to wade through all the garbage. Yeah, to that's find exactly them. it. Like I remember I remember Sunday night I would watch The Simpsons ever like every Sunday night there would be a rerun and it would always be like a rerun of a early, like and this was when it was like in its earlier phase. So it yeah. was like, oh, it's probably gonna be an episode you like. And then, like, a few years ago, I was, like, I saw The Simpsons was on TV. I don't have TV at home, but, like, I was visiting my parents. The Simpsons were on. We're, like, oh, let's see uh, which episode this is. Right. And it was, like, a someone from episode from season, like, 27 or something. It was, like, oh, this is this is just sad. It's it is stupid. sad. It is sad. Um, <laughs> like, this might be the last good thing that fucking showed. Well, the movie wasn't bad, but... I digress. The Simpsons is a sad story now. Dude, I'm on their Wikipedia page, and they literally have a picture of Hit and Run gameplay right above a picture of Grand Theft Auto 3 gameplay. And they're almost identical, except one is a cartoon and one is like more trying to be realistic. Yeah. And I'll tell you, maybe this is sacrilege. I'm sure there's people listening to this that are going to turn the podcast off in five seconds. I like this game better than any Grand Theft Auto game I've ever played. I that's, never... That's fair. You could definitely... like. Because I never got huge into Grand Theft Auto. I loved Grand Theft Auto, but like there would definitely be times when I would like stop playing the story, right, and then just like be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna hang out in this co- this hospital and just like kill a bunch of people for a bit." Right, and like the thing I always enjoyed the most about Grand Theft Auto was just the running around, causing mayhem, and yeah. fucking around. And excuse me, with Hit and Run, uh. They gave me characters I like more than any character in a Grand Theft Auto game. And characters and it was, you know. Sure. And it was more fun to run around and destroy things because you were. it was in Springfield. Like It was like, I know everybody here. Like I'm like, oh, there's Rod Flanders. And you go beat the shit out of Rod Flanders. Which is so satisfying. And he, yeah, it is. And he's just rolling around, right? And what else is cool is like, um, the game was fun enough that like, because you play Homer, Bart, Lisa, Marge, Apu. Yeah. And then you play as Homer and Bart again. Or something like Which, that. The Apu was a bit random, and but this... but having like, I mean, to me, like that. The only problem I have with Apu is it's a personal preference of like who is your favorite because they weren't going to make Maggie a playable character. Although in a way, it would have been hilarious if they did because there was the the one where Maggie drives the car. Oh yeah, and crashes it. So like in a way, it would have been hilarious if Maggie had been a playable character. 
Apu, may his soul rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking joke. But that's a whole other... I could do a whole other podcast on that fucking thing. <laughs> um, to me, like, Homer, Bart, Lisa, and Marge are all fine. And then if they wanted to put a fifth character in, it was just a matter of, like, it could have been it could have been Apu, it could have been Barney, it could have been Mo, it could have been Chief Wiggum. Like, they could have just picked a character, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, I would have preferred Mo because Mo was my favorite non... Actually, he's not only my favorite non-Simpsons character, he's my favorite character on The Simpsons. I think mine, it goes back and forth between Principal Skinner hmm. and Flanders. Flanders is pretty as, rad, too. As the best character. Actually, Flanders as a playable character, and that would have been pretty entertaining, That too. would have been very entertaining. <laughs> if you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. <laughs> um, but it was like, same as like, did you ever play Saints Row? No. Saints Row. I played Saints Row 3, and uh, I had a really good time with it. And it was a more over-the-top, exaggerated Grand Theft Auto. And I think that's my thing, is with those types of like sandbox, anarchy, stealing cars, driving around games, the sillier they are, the more I'm, I'm into playing them. And Grand Theft mm-hmm. Auto, I'm not dissing the Grand Theft Auto games. They're some of the most... This, like they're some of the greatest video games ever made. They just are. Yeah. Like I get it. I totally get it, and I like them. Uh, but they're not nearly as silly as this. And like for something like for something that has this level of like pointless violence and just ramming cars into each other, like I feel like the silly nature of it were because like Grand Theft Auto, those are fun games, but they took themselves so seriously. Right. Where you would be like you'd be out like you'd have to like kill somebody and then you'd have to like destroy a car and then just do like the and then like do a street race and then just do all of these goofy things that like people don't really do 
And then, like, you'd have to, like, still have to feel something for the character. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be like, dude, I just saw you gun down an old lady. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit about you. It, like, this game's fascinating because, like, they, like, I have zero doubt in my mind that uh it, like it's like it's a video games are a copycat world in a way like mm-hmm. they saw grand theft auto was killing it and they were like well let's just do that like that's working but at the same time like i have to think that the developers were like yo so well, if you're if you're playing a simpson like so like what did people like about road rage and i guarantee you that a majority of people that they if they asked anyone it was like well it was fun to explore springfield mm-hmm. and so it's like well how do we take that to the next level well i think i like i heard an interview with somebody who said that like when they started developing this game they were like what could we change and somebody was just like why couldn't you get out of the car yeah, yeah. and that was like and that's how like the basis of the whole game that makes sense totally yeah it like i'm like and listen like this game's not perfect i remember and reading some of the old like reviews and articles of it to like prepare for this game mm-hmm. um especially near the end i remember this game getting fucking hard it got getting, way too hard and it got really weird yeah yeah like near like in the last level where it's like all zombies or and something you need to like, like do it perfectly and you have like two minutes yeah. to and do. And if you like hit anything, you blow up or something and it yeah. like, but the game doesn't like, and, and like, this is one of the criticisms of it. The game is fun, but it doesn't handle perfect. The driving. It's very, yeah. it's very cartoony, it's, right? And it's not it's built. still PS2 GameCube totally. era technology. It's not built for the precision driving that those last couple of levels fucking require. And yeah. they just get like, they're still fun to dink around and explore in. But I remember. I, I never I, beat this game. Oh, didn't know? No, I, I, I never. I, like, I, I got to the end, but couldn't get past, right. like, those last few. I remember, because I have beat it. But I do remember, like, getting near the end and then just doing everything possible to avoid. Because I was just getting pissed off at the at the missions. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to, like, run around and have fun. Yeah. You know what I so mean? That's like, just what I that's just what I did for this game. Right. And that was fun. Like, even just putting them in different costumes. And then I remember there being, like, I'm reading about it right now, and I'm remembering some more and more, more of this. Um... There was more stuff to collect. Like you had to go around and destroy the the cameras. Remember the wasps yeah. cameras, and you had to destroy like the Buzz Cola machines. And you, uh, there were like there were itchy and scratchy cards you could collect, and then you oh, could yeah. see itchy and scratchy. Which I love itchy and scratchy. Itchy and scratchy are hilarious. Like they're not like they're not legitimately like a piss your pants laughing like Bart and Lisa do watching. But like, who doesn't watch the episodes of that show and be legitimately entertained? Like, it's supposed to be satire, but it's like, oh, but like, it was really funny that he put fire ants on Bart. Like, he yeah. put barbecue sauce instead of shampoo on his head. Yeah. And then put fire ants and it ate his face. I love the one where Itchy ties Scratchy's tongue to the rocket and it wraps around the moon. Dude, yeah. And then Scratchy looks out the window and the he moon's coming at him. Closet. He hides in the closet and then the moon just, just crushes his house. <laughs> Like, it's, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, to me, like, this might, except for maybe the movie, this is probably, like, the last really good thing The Simpsons did. Like, it just is a good memory to me of The Simpsons. I just have so much, like, I have so many fond memories of, like, and, and they're vague because I haven't played this game in 15 years. But, like, do you remember going up the giant ramp and you'd go through, like, the Lard Lad Donut or something? Mm-hmm. Like, downtown and just... It was just so much fun to go yeah, around and destroy Simpsons. Yeah, the escalator that went nowhere. That's what it was. It was the escalator to nowhere. That yes. was like just a one-off joke at the end of the monorail episode. <laughs> and they, and it was just so many little things like that. Just, uh, yeah, like it, it, it's a love letter to, well, it's not a love letter, but it's as close to a love letter to Simpsons fans as a video game has ever been. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, listen, like, who developed this? Because I want to I actually give them I want to I want to give them like okay radical entertainment uh 
So the people at Radical Entertainment, I would have to assume, are just like, listen, we're not going to be able to make a perfect Simpsons video game, but let's at least make a funny and entertaining Simpsons, which is all I want. Just give me, like, I just want to have fun playing yeah. it. And it was fun. To and just... I would love to see another game like this. Me like, too. with the technology that they have now, another open world Simpsons game would be amazing. Dude, a new open world Simpsons. Because, like, yeah, you didn't play the last Simpsons game. It wasn't open world. It was, like, a very linear, like, levels. Yeah. And it was fine. Uh, it had a couple but of really like, funny moments. But if the, like, the writers of The Simpsons, they, like, like they did exactly what Matt part uh, Matt and Trey yeah. from South Park do. Yeah, and they sit down and they're like, "Okay, well, no, this is going to be a Simpsons produced game." Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be interested in seeing what they did there. Yeah, me too. I'm surprised they never did anything else with like, because if I'm not mistaken, after this game, that was it till the Simpsons game. And then I can't think of another Simpsons game since no. then. Like and like, I, it just surprises me because they finally put one out where. Like I, I again, I actually somewhat enjoyed Road Rage, but having said that, they put this one out and people were like, "Hey, that was actually pretty good and entertaining and funny and and sure it had its problems, but lots of video games did. It was mm-hmm. way better than any of the one any of the Simpsons games that came before it." Um, I I don't know, maybe the license was worth too much. Like I'm just like, how do you not make another Simpsons game? Well, it's owned by Disney now, so like well, that now, the license yeah. now would be insane. Fucking Disney! It would have to be made internally. Yeah, or wait till Disney releases a video game console, then it'll fucking be on there, and it's coming. I imagine they're just gonna like, take over the world. Just flipping through the like the plot off the Wikipedia page, like the names and the things that pop up. So there's Buzz Cola, which is funny. Uh, obviously, Krusty the Clown. I'm just reading off like like words I noticed. Quickie Mart, Mr. Burns Mansion. Uh, he releases the guard dogs, which is uh, I wish the guard dogs had barked bees, but that's still fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, Bart skips school in search of Bone Storm Two. He's evading principal, and then he like fights like the big Truckosaurus. Yeah, and that's what I was just gonna say. He he gets away, uh, leads him to Professor Frank, who in turn for a few errands lets Bart see the new Truckosaurus, who tries to attract him. Or tries to attract him, tries to attack him. Like, and that's level two. Like, it's so it's mm-hmm. each level is like, what are the Simpsons characters doing on this given day? Yeah, it's, you know? and it's always like way out there and ridiculous. Yeah, and... Lisa talks to Grandpa. She talks to Chief Wiggum. She talks to the Sea Captain, who I fucking love. Dude, the Sea uh, Captain is yeah. Actually, it was like supposed to be a one-off character. It was created by Conan O'Brien <laughs> for that one episode where Homer goes to the all-you-can-eat fish buffet. So good. I love the sea captain. My favorite... Okay, just so... Okay, because the next character I was going to talk about is, uh, is involved in this. Uh, on the Marge level, uh, I do remember this now. Uh, she goes out to, to Cletus's field, and there's crop circles in his crop field uh, because of the aliens and just mm-hmm. fucking Cletus. Um, when... Uh, when uh, Captain McAllister is part of the stereotypes, the bowling team, and it's yeah. it's Captain McAllister, Luigi, Cletus, and oh god, it's gonna drive me. Uh, and and groundskeeper Willie, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stereotypes, they or whatever me they to are. Join. They beg. Oh, me. so good. <laughs> ah, fuck. Like the Duff Brewery, Kang and Kodos, which like Kang and Kodos are a great. This has been a very all over the place episode, but I don't care. It's hit and run. Yeah. Uh, it's as it's as out of it's as unorganized as that fucking video game is. Like who? Who else would you make the villain of a Simpsons game? If not Mr. Burns, it's Mr. Burns or Kang or and Kodos, Kang and Kodos, or yeah. maybe Sideshow Bob. Ooh, I would love to see Sideshow. A Bob. new video game versus Sideshow Bob would be fucking awesome. That would be cool. 
it's a fun game, man. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot else to say it. I haven't played it in a long time. I guarantee you that most people that are listening to this also haven't played it in a long time. It's fun. But we, we all love this game for a reason. It's, it's the best Simpsons game ever made. Yeah, um, I'd agree. Having said that, I, I'm, I think I'm good to leave it in the past. Like I said, if I find it somewhere cheap, maybe. Yeah, like, but I'm not, like if if they came out with like a like again as we were talking about last episode, if they came out with like an HD remake, I'd be like, I'll check that out. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not tracking for it a reasonable down. price. Yeah, I'm not like um, tracking it down and like paying like whatever insane amount of. I think no, I agree. I think that the the hilarity and the way that they pay so much uh, tribute to the Simpsons franchise carries it by a lot of its issues. Cause I remember and reading about it too. Like I remember a lot of the side missions being repetitive, mm-hmm. being kind of stupid. It got incredibly hard near the end. The camera kind of dinked you around at times. Like it was not a great video game, but they did such a great job of capturing Springfield and the characters in it that it hit a lot of those wards. Mm-hmm. You know, having said that, yeah, it's pretty good. It is. It's pretty good. I give it a like seven point five out of ten. Yeah, I'll go with seven. It's yeah. funny. Uh, if you've never played it, I don't know. It's not available anywhere. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like, if you haven't played it, too bad. If you haven't played it, you'll probably never play it. Uh, if you made it through this episode listening to a podcast about a game you've never played, props to you. Thank <laughs> you so much you. for listening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have no less. Th- Who's your favorite character ever on that show? Mm, Principal Skinner. Oh yeah, right. Sorry, I forgot about that. Principal Skinner. Fuck, Principal Skinner is fucking or Fland. The Skinner, okay, I think it's Skinner. Yeah, yeah. Skinner's fucking pretty rad. Yeah, just qu- okay, we're not gonna go on a Simpsons rant. We're gonna end the episode right now. The music's probably even playing. If it's not, it'll be coming on any second. Um, if you're if you're just sitting, if you're literally listening to this, and you the next time you're bored or something, uh, just look up the Principal Skinner, Superintendent Chalmers, Steamed Hams, uh, segment, <laughs> and just laugh because it's one of the funniest things that show has ever done. And I'm so happy that that it's has turned meme, into like, just it's a, such a meme. But it's an it's internet like, phenomenon now. It's one of the like it was almost a forgotten like little yeah. segment of that show, and it's, when it's so the funny, most bizarre and out there. The uh, the aurora borealis scene at kills this time me. of year, at this time of day, <laughs> this part of the country. Located entirely within your kitchen. Yes. May I see? <laughs> no. It's the best. <laughs> Simpsons, man. We miss you. Please no, please stop sucking. And uh, Simpsons hit and run. I don't know. Play yeah. it if you see it somewhere. If not, go play something good. Doesn't matter. Uh, good stuff. Thanks, buddy. Cool. Thanks for having me. going to do it for this week's episode you guys mark thank you so much for joining me and to all of you thank you so much for listening uh you know i gotta ramble for another quick couple seconds the deadline to get in on our sega genesis classic draw is today if you're listening to this today it goes live it's wednesday july 31st please get in on that if you're interested it's only two dollars patreon.com slash remember the game and for that two bucks you're not only going to get an entry into the draw but you're going to get extra episodes of the podcast and you're going to get a shout out on the show as well so fucking about the best $2 you can spend. So get in on that and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at member the game. It's just like remember without the RE at the front at member the game. And as always, facebook.com slash remember the game. And our ad is on Facebook now and it's live and it's floating around. So if you come across it, throw us a share. 
uh, throw us a plug. I'll give you a little love emoji and tell you how much I appreciate it because it would be fucking awesome for you to do. Good enough, you guys. Thanks for listening. I know this one's a little shorter than normal, but I'm on the road. I'm doing the best I can. If you're in Ottawa, come say hi, and I will be back next week with episode 58 of Remember the Game. In the meantime, go play some video games. Get outside. It's summer, and uh, play video games outside is what I'm trying to say. And uh, there we go. Now that I've made an ass out of myself and stumbled over my words, I'll log out. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) 